We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Coachable Podcast. Around here, we believe that life is the ultimate training ground for finding out what you are truly made of. I'm your host, Tori Gordon, high-performance coach and breathwork facilitator. And each week, I share intimate conversations and inspirational stories from some of the world's most successful people. It's time to stop standing on the sidelines of your life and get your head and your heart back in the game. So take a seat, grab a pen, because you're going to want to take notes as I pull back the curtain on the tools, resources, and inspiration that you need to unlock your inner champion. Okay, welcome back, you guys, to the Coachable Podcast. I'm so glad you're here for another week because I've brought another incredible guest to the show. Energy researcher, scalar energy researcher and scientist Tom Palladino is here, and he has developed a method of working with scalar energy, which is fundamentally life force energy that's found everywhere in the world, space, universe. It's what a lot of us call chi or prana or om, mana, life force. There's lots of different names that you might have heard this called um, before, but it's really scalar energy, which is originating from the stars and the sun. And he's developed a, a methodology of being able to use this energy for healing, um, which has never been done before. So it's really amazing to have you on the show, Tom, to, to talk about this revolutionary technology that you've been able to uh, to work with. And now there are instruments that you have that you're able to um, kind of manipulate this energy in a way for, for healing, um, which I'm so excited to talk to you about. So first of all, I just want to welcome you to the to the show and say thank you for being here and um, very excited to, to talk to you about about this today. Tori, thank you for the, your effort, and I think the audience is going to find this very intriguing. I do too. I'm I'm extremely intrigued. So maybe let's just start out by by sharing a little bit about your background as a researcher and scientist, and how did you uh, come across scalar energy specifically, and why did you commit your whole life to studying this? Why did I commit my whole life to studying this? That's a great question because I see the gigantic potential. This is technology. It's a technology like none other. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, this energy, scalar energy, is capable of so many functions. If you look at electricity, look at the functions of electricity. What, what am I saying? Scalar energy is capable of greater functions than that of electricity. 
So I'm not working with electricity. I'm working with scalar energy, the energy of the sun, the stars. Um, as you put it adroitly, chi or prana, or it's a, a different type of energy. And with that energy, this offers to mankind the prospect uh, of being able to control and to harness the life force energy. And once you can control that primal force, you can do so many things with it. So, yes, th this is my career. I believe it's time well spent. And I believe the world will see the merit of this new and upcoming technology. Mm, yeah, I mean, I remember it wasn't too many years ago when I started to wake up to the fact that I'm not just a physical body. And I, I remember reading a book by uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer, and it's called The Power of Intention. And he starts to talk about uh, these different levels of vibration and energy, uh, it, the lowest being physical matter and, and really starting to understand what quantum physics really is that at, at a cellular level, if we really look at an atom, it's, it's just vibrating energy. And so that concept blew my mind years ago when I started to understand that, which gave me the awareness that um, not only is this physical 3D life experience that I think I'm interacting with every single day, not all there is, but it opened my mind and my heart to a ton of curiosity and wanting to understand. So, so what is real? And if I'm not just this body and my mind, who am I? What am I? And, and how can I interact with that true essence of who I am? And how does that, um, emanate through me as a physical, uh, as through my physical body? And so, um, it's, it was fascinating then, and it's, it's fascinating now to hear you kind of talk about that. Um, can you talk about the difference between scalar energy and electromagnetic energy and uh, really help us understand how those are different? Yeah. The, the initial energy of the universe is scalar energy. All energy from the stars initiates as scalar energy. So scalar energy is the primary, the first energy, if you will. And then electricity and magnetism are a subset or the secondary energy that's derived from scalar energy. So what is my point? Well, if you want to control nature with, with energy, then the best way to do that is with the consummate energy, with the primary energy, which is scalar energy. Electricity only offers an indirect control over nature. So keep that in mind as we move forward in this discussion, that scalar energy is the primary and consummate energy to control nature. Right, right. So how is, when we're talking about scalar energy or prana, chi, um, for those who are listening, they might be more familiar with some of those terms. When thinking about our own energy field, um, Maybe we've called it our aura or our our energy body, if you will. Um, is that are we really sensing? Are we really sensing the scalar energy, or um, is that something else? Exactly, Tori. It's your energy field. It's your aura. So, what am I working with? Non-physical reality. It's light. It's energy. This has nothing to do with mass. This is not even a proton or an electron. So scalar energy is the life force energy. Other cultures call it chi, prana, zero point energy. Those terms are all synonymous. 
So finally, we have the science behind that philosophical notion. 100 years ago, 200 years ago, nobody had a scalar energy instrument. Today, we have scalar energy instruments. And with those scalar energy instruments, we're now able to control that spectrum, <clears throat> the scalar energy spectrum. So again, this is not electricity. I'm not working with electricity. Right. People have known this for years and years. And in, in the Western world, we're very kind of slow to, to come into this understanding. And it seems like in terms of uh, Western science, um, it's not something that we've really accepted fully, even things like acupuncture and, and the chakra systems and all of that, the meridian points. It's, it's kind of been, um, you know, you either believe it or you don't. And science has shown us like, this is real. Um, and there's so much that we can, like, this is the fundamental of, of health and wellness. If we really want to tap into it, I think it was Nikola Tesla that said, um, do we access uh, scalar energy? Oh, no, no. He says, if you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. And for a lot of us, this is a huge paradigm shift because we haven't thought in that way for so long and our systems um, and our um, our hospitals and our, our health care isn't really considering this or, or talking about it. It's, it's definitely not as mainstream. So help us understand um, how does... How do you work with scalar energy when you're working with a, a patient or a client? Um, and what is it that you actually do in helping them to either, is it, are you balancing energy? Are you bringing, uh, are you releasing certain energies to bring others in to bring in um, uh, health and healing? How does that work? Sure. When I'm working with these instruments, and again, these are custom built scalar energy instruments. This is new. My research, frankly, is groundbreaking, so I don't think I have any contemporary today. When I'm working with these instruments, Tori, I'm able to work with people by way of a photograph. I actually receive an emailed photograph from a person, and I place their photograph inside the instrument. So I want to make that very clear. This is a new science in which we use photographs exclusively. People from throughout the world will email me their photograph. And I use photographs in conjunction with this instrument. And in so doing, I'm able to balance their chakras. I'm able to um, deliver nutrients by way of the quantum field. So all of this is done non-locally. All of this is done in a non-physical capacity by way through the medium of a photograph because your photograph carries your aura. Your photograph carries your force field. So this is the new science. And the new science, sadly, is not recognized by academia. So this is a new chapter of physics. This is not Newtonian physics. It's a new outlook. It's a new branch of science. Right. Yeah, because Newtonian physics really was saying that all physical matter is is solid, right? And so it's, like you said, it's this quantum, it's quantum physics, it's the quantum realm, and it's really the multidimensionality of the human experience that you're kind of tapping into those other dimensions. It sounds like it, because it's, when I understand this, and for those that are kind of maybe new to this conversation or, or understanding, maybe you've never done any uh, energy work or worked with an energy healer, whether it's Reiki or, or otherwise. And I think it's helpful to understand um, 
if you really dumb it down to, to vibration first, can you talk about kind of the, the levels of vibration and how the, the physical matter really is kind of the lowest one? Or I've actually, I think I've heard you say, you call it the caboose. Is that what you call it? Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Tori. You did your homework. So if we can compare scalar energy to a train, the, the locomotive, the engine is scalar energy. And everything that follows the effect, the result, is either the boxcar or the caboose. So what am I getting at? Scalar energy is essentially the instructions of the universe. Scalar light, scalar energy serves as the instructions or the quantum energy or the consciousness of everything. And so before you have any physical design, you have to have an idea, a plan, architectural plan, so to speak, or you have to have some type of intelligence. So before we have the physical world, we have to have the intelligence to create and maintain the physical world. So the intelligence of the physical world is scalar intelligence, quantum intelligence. And therefrom we have the result or the caboose, which is actually physical matter. Now use this analogy that I afford myself frequently. If an architect is gonna build a home, they start out with plans, intelligence, instructions. So the architectural plans, the architectural instructions, then decide the physical manifestation, the physical building of the home. Well, likewise, in the universe, we start out with our architectural plans, architectural instructions. Those architectural instructions are scalar light, consciousness. And therefrom, we derive the physical universe. So the intelligence always has to precede the action. So what are you re you're really working with universal consciousness, Christ consciousness, right? I mean, is that universal yes. energetic field. Yes. Yes. Eureka. I have a consciousness instrument. Wow. Other instruments control electricity, the stream of electrons. I control consciousness, the Christ consciousness. I control the instructions of the universe. Now you see just how profound this technology is. If you can control the instructions of the universe, you can control the universe. So how did you come across this? How did you discover this? God gave me, I, I received messages from Jesus and Mary, and mm -hmm. that's most important. And I was fortunate enough to study under um, the Hieronymus family, um, Galen Hieronymus created scalar energy instruments, and I actually was able to enter into his laboratory and to experiment with his scalar energy instruments. So this is going back 100 years now in research. So uh, men like Tessa and another man, Hieronymus, those were the um, American inventors, if you will, those, those two men who worked principally here in the United States to bring forward this technology. I've depended upon them uh, rather, rather broadly. And the point is, it's a succession from one generation to another. And each generation perfects this technique. Yeah, I mean, I think going back to what we were saying about kind of the levels of vibration and energy and because and, sometimes for those listening, like sometimes we just feel dense and heavy and maybe like obviously we've gone, been going through a pandemic. So a lot of people have been ill, sick, flu season. So we can, since I was actually talking to a friend of mine um, yesterday and she said when she um, 
was recently sick, she could sense it like in her body, in her nervous system before she got a diagnosis. And a lot of times like that's when it's manifesting physically, it's, it's been there energetically for, for a long time possibly. And it's my understanding of, of emotion um, is just energy that gets suppressed and accumulates. And that's what stress is and inflammation is in the body. And so when we think of the physical, that's vibrating energy at, at a certain frequency or level. And emotion has its its range of vibrational frequencies as well. And then you get into sound because sound is moving faster than than matter. And then and then we're getting into light, which is what you're talking about, you know, and um, and then thought and we're getting into some of those higher, higher planes. So it's interesting hearing you talk about how you can use a photograph uh, and a photograph actually captures the energetic field of something. I actually didn't realize that. And then I went back to a book that I had and it, it confirmed exactly. It was Wayne Dyer's book and confirmed exactly what you said that, that you can use photographs to um, help raise your vibration and raise your energy level. So talk about how how that works and how that's captured in a photograph and and exactly what you're doing when you're working with with a patient well when i'm again working with people by way of their photograph i access their quantum field the quantum field is incorporated on any photograph so it's not that i'm accessing the person i'm accessing their energy field or their aura now with that in mind that calls to, to relevance this new science, scalar energy. Because scalar energy is non-local. You can access the consciousness of the universe anywhere because everything is concatenated. It's, there's quantum entanglement. Now, everybody experiences that every day. And I tell people, you are a scalar energy expert, whether you realize it or not. By prayer, by thought, by meditation, those are instantaneous actions. That is scalar energy, scalar light in action. So every prayer, every thought, every meditation is a scalar energy broadcast, if you will, which is consciousness. So I encourage people, maybe you don't have a scalar energy instrument, but you, everybody has a mind and emotions, the heart, and everybody, everybody can access consciousness by their mind and their heart. So how would we do that? If we wanted to access it on our own, is that, is that what we're doing in meditation? Yes, it's automatic. It's automatic. And, and this is why it's so important to pray and to meditate because those intentions change the role. You know, uh, Mr. Dwyer, Dr. Dwyer that you mentioned, yes, he realized that consciousness. The way you think many times will forecast the outcome of, a, of an event. Why? It's consciousness. The way you think, what you believe, sets up the inevitable outcome. And with that in mind, we're always encouraged to think positively, to avoid negative consequences, negative situations. Why? Because that will drag you down in those instructions. Those are negative instructions. So you've heard the adage frequently, surround yourself with good, cheerful people. Why? Because that's going to raise your spirit. Why not? So again, consciousness is identical. It's the synonymous term of scalar light. And everybody has control of consciousness through your mind, through your heart. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and we talk about this a lot in, in my programs, is starting to understand how much of our lives, how much of our behavior, how much of our results is is done through the subconscious. It's not conscious, right? It's just automatic behavior or, or um, just pre-programmed conditioning that over time, it's just how we operate and what we do. And so to really become conscious, become aware of where are we giving our energy, which is really where are we giving our attention? Who are we, where are we placing our attention? Because that's going to attract like frequencies, like yes. thoughts, like experiences. Yes. And so this is kind of going back to that law of attraction conversation, which is all about energy ultimately thought and what we thought is is energy just like like light and sound and and everything that we're talking about here everything in the universe really is is energy um what has because this is something that is so far so new to uh science as we know it how are you able to um to really like study this and prove this is it is it provable um and is there research being done and conducted right now to show its effectiveness that's an excellent question the only way you can prove scalar energy is by a scalar energy instrument the only way you can prove electricity is by an electrical meter or an electrical instrument in other words if scalar energy is the apple and electricity is the orange. The two you can compare, but, but one does not define the other. The apple does not define the orange. So what am I getting at? Scalar energy is a different dimension than that of electromagnetic energy. So these are two separate thoughts, two divergent thoughts, because they're two separate sciences. Now, if you have a scalar energy instrument and you can duplicate my results, then you can either prove or disprove what I'm doing. But to be quite blunt, nobody in the world has developed these instruments. So I am the only one in the world right now with this, with this scope, within this scope, that can either prove or disprove my work. Imagine if there was only one computer in the world. Well, then only one, that computer can either prove or disprove a computer function. So that's where we're at right now. And I'm not proud of that statement, but that's reality. What Tesla started uh, back at the turn of the century in early 1900s and, and Hieronymus uh, followed up, um, I am now carrying that banner. And very few people in the world that I know of have a scalar energy instrument. So it's a lonely path right now, Tori. It's, it's just a lonely path, but I hope other people will take up this science. It is indeed a valid science. How do I prove it's a science? by being able to duplicate the results with the scientific instrument, okay? Mm -hmm. This scientific instrument then abides by the laws of science. So my scalar energy instrument abides by the scalar energy laws. And if if I can duplicate those results or duplicate the, the event or duplicate the function, then I've shown that I can control scalar energy. But again, to, to take the apple scalar energy and to compare it to Newtonian physics, the orange, you can't do that. So I'm in a, I'm in a very narrow focus right now, frankly. It, it sounds like you're building and defining a whole new, uh, a whole new science, you know, really that it's, it's, you're kind of on the forefront in many ways. And, and if someone wanted to develop a tool like this, is it, 
possible. Obviously, you know, um, Tesla and others were working with this in the past. Is it something other people can get into if they if they felt compelled and called to the work? Yes, and, and if God gives them the wisdom, yes. But here's the key distinction. I've presented my work to many electrical engineers, and they're good with electricity. They understand electromagnetic theory, but they're trying to, to correlate the two, and you cannot correlate electromagnetic theory to scalar theories. So you, you really have to start over from ground zero. That's what's tough. Mm -hmm. you have to, it's a new science, and it's a new learning. It's a new beginning. And if you're an electrical engineer, you have to admit that you do not understand scalar theory and that you have to learn it. And it's not it's not equivalent to electricity. Mm -hmm. So what's um, for all the, the quantum uh, scientists and researchers, physicists, physicists out there, what is different about the work that they're doing in quantum physics? I would say in many ways it's identical, and, and I would encourage them to continue on. <clears throat> I, the only distinction that I make is that my instruments are specific to, to my work. They are custom built. I work with a, a brilliant engineer, and we've not duplicated these instruments. They're not for sale. So my work specific to, to my research um, is with instrumentation that I do believe is unique. I, I think it's one of a kind instrumentation. Mm -hmm. So, what's your um, what's your experience been with working with with clients and their um, uh, with this instrument and the effectiveness effectiveness it's had on their health? Because um, I, I know you've worked with with patients who've had uh, a variety of different diseases and over four hundred thousand pathogens that cause disease. Uh, talk a little about uh, the sex the success that that you've seen. Sure. When I'm working with these instruments, they automatically balance the seven chakras. Now, what do I mean by that? These are scalar energy instruments, and our chakras, our meridians, are composed of scalar energy or, or consciousness. So a consciousness instrument has an immediate and direct effect upon our seven chakras, which are composed of consciousness. So the upshot is within a day or two, people are happy. They have a spirit of elation, a feeling of elation, or they sleep very well, or they can start recalling their dreams, or they, they no longer have the phobias or the anxiety that they once had. Now, all of that is done by way of their quantum field, by way of their photograph. So a scalar energy instrument will have an immediate and a profound influence upon the seven chakras, which are likewise spinning vortices. Scalar energy is a spinning waveform, and our seven chakras, our seven meridians, likewise spin. And when you can apply the correct spin, the correct download, if you will, of intelligence upon those seven chakras, then you have a profound impact upon the brain waves as, fellow, as, as far as the meridians also. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and how has that shown up for, for your patients? I mean in some of the uh, illnesses that maybe, the, who comes to you? Like who would be a great candidate to, to work with you? Yeah, everybody, everybody in the world will benefit. We have three uh, standardized sessions. We can balance the chakras. The instruments can break apart microbes, germs, can eradicate germs. And we can also create, assemble nutrients, micronutrients. Now we do all of that by way of a photograph because the photograph allows us, uh, if you will, it means to access your consciousness. 
So to balance the chakras, to break apart microbes, germs, and to assemble nutrients, we term that our standardized session because everybody can benefit from it. And we have great success for, with people and animals. People from around the world will email me their photograph. Wow. How long have you been doing this now, working with, with, working with patients? Uh, I, I've been working with people now close to 30 years. Wow. So it's a, it's a proven technique. Mm. What, is, have you, what are like the, the greatest success stories that, that you've seen? Recently, we've been working with an HIV uh, AIDS clinic in Delhi, India. Now, keep in mind, people email me photographs. I don't go to Delhi, India. And after I work with people in, who are HIV positive, many of those people went on to have a PCR test. And their test results have come back negative. Negative. No viral load. Negative. Now, what does that mean? Well, from my vantage point in my laboratory, I can tell the, the absence of the HIV virus. I can, I can read a photograph in my laboratory. But I have to rely upon people and their testimonies from around the world. And according to these, this group of people at this HIV clinic in Delhi, India, they feel better and none of them have any HIV uh, load, viral load on their PCR test. Wow. Wow. So when you're looking at um, their orc field, it, you, you say you can see uh, the disease. What else can you see or, or what else can you pick up on? You know, on account of the fact that a scalar energy instrument accesses that dimension of, of consciousness, it, it is all-knowing. It really is the mind of God. Now, I only understand some of those instructions, but there's a way for me to detect the presence and absence of a microbe. So when people send me a photograph, <clears throat> I can detect the presence of a microbe on their quantum field. And after I work with them, I can detect the absence, the negation of the molecular bonds of that microbe. So to be clear, when I'm working with people, scalar energy negates the molecular bonds or the quantum bonds of a microbe. And when you do that, the microbe falls apart. Mm. And that's what I can detect with my instrument. But bear in mind, I only can detect that by way of their photograph. The instruments only work with photographs. I have to rely upon people's testimonies in the real world to tell me if they feel better. Right, right. So you're not working with people in person. And the in would the instrument even work uh, with somebody in person? Or is st strategically designed to work with the photograph? It's designed only to work with photographs. Wow, wow. Um, so how would somebody uh, get started if they wanted to uh, try this out for themselves? Maybe they're, they're you know, whether it's some kind of disease or, or illness that they're, they're dealing with, or maybe they just... Um, feel an imbalance in their energy levels, what would you say is the best place for people to get started if they wanted to explore this more? We believe that people need to, to sample this for free. So our website has a 15-day free trial. Anybody in the world can upload their photograph and we'll work with them for free for 15 days. The website is scalarlight.com. And again, you can send in your photograph as well as family members. And also send in photographs of your pets. Your pets are really a good judge a good barometer a benchmark as to how effective these sessions are and then for 15 days we work with you for free there's no obligation we want to prove this to you and we balance your chakras and we break apart microbes and we assemble nutrients we do all of that by way of your photograph this is the new science that we work exclusively by way of photographs wow 
So if someone were to take you up on that offer and send their photograph to you, what would what would they be able to expect? Or do they do a, a phone consultation with you to get their result? Or how does that work? On account, good question. On account of the fact that these are standardized sessions, we, we don't do any um, phone consultation, but we do have a support desk. What we do provide are daily emails. So please include your email address. We will explain to you on a daily basis what you are experiencing. And then we, we welcome your feedback. We want your intake on this, if, if you will. And with all of that in mind, after 15 days of balancing your chakras, eradicating germs, and providing nutrients, the greater majority of people say that they felt something, they feel better. Maybe it's not really something that they can pinpoint, because it's quantum energy, it's painless, it's a simple process. But that quantum administration of energy makes them feel better. They have some shift, if you will, and some improvement in their health. And then that's the key to me, mm. whether it works. And, and it does for most people. Yeah, well, I've been to your website and there's close to 1,500 reviews. So if you guys are interested, I, I definitely encourage you guys to check it out and learn more for yourself. You can go to scalarlight.com and learn more about Tom and the incredible uh, groundbreaking research he's doing with Scalar Energy. Um, is there anything else you want people to know before um, we go about about this work that you're doing? You know, I, I usually end my conversations frequently with this thought in mind. Be positive. Think good positive holy thoughts remember your mind and your heart are scalar energy instruments and you have control over your destiny you have control over today and tomorrow make it a good day make it a good future okay think well okay be, be of good heart be of good disposition and your your life will improve mm. Love that. Thank you so much, Tom, for coming on and, and sharing your work with us. Uh, as you guys know, thank you so much for tuning in. If you found value in this episode, please let us know. You can always send your feedback to media at ToriGordon.com or take a screenshot, uh, tag us on social media. You can find me, Coach Tori Gordon, on all social platforms. And um, please, if you're loving this, this show, please the best way you can say thank you is to leave a rating and review that helps to get um, this this show out to more people. And we appreciate you for every one of you who's left reviews in the past. Thank you. We love you. Until next time, go be coachable. We'll see you next week on the Coachable Podcast. You guys, if you love this show, do me a favor. Please subscribe to the podcast. And if you feel called, leave a review. I would love to hear how the show is impacting you. But not only that, be a hero to somebody and share it with somebody in your life that needs to hear it. If you're getting value from it, I can guarantee it that someone else that you know would get value as well. And honestly, I wouldn't be here if somebody didn't share with me a podcast episode a couple years ago that absolutely changed my life and set me on the course that I am today. And I'm eternally grateful for that person. And you can be that person to someone else. So share it, share the love because you matter, they matter, and what you have to say matters. So I would love to hear if there's something in this episode that really stands out to you and is a ha aha moment, send me an email to media at ToriGordon.com. Let me know what it was that stuck out to you. What was your aha moment? Maybe where and around what time in the podcast that really spoke to you because my team and I love to hear that. We love to see and hear exactly what is speaking to your heart and it helps us to serve you better. So please 
like, subscribe, share. You are helping this podcast continue to grow and get out to larger audiences that can help shape the world and bring more and light, love and healing to it. So thank you for your contribution and let's get on to the podcast. <laughs>